Welcome to Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Have you been searching for that something within you? The one thing that is designed to bring abundance into your life? Are you not finding it yet? By partnering with God, you are sure to discover the key to living a happier and more fulfilling life. Now, here is Nikki Klegel. Hello, everyone. I am so happy that you are here with us today. We are on Living Life with the Sweet Spot. I am Nikki Klegel, and I'm the owner of Fulfill Your Legacy. I'm a coach, a speaker, an author, and I just focus my time and energy on helping other, others get to this place where they have their life deeply partnered with God, where they clarify what their life purpose is, where they really tap into the Trinity and all the power that that offers. And I really like people to reach their goals higher than they ever dreamed possible. And I know this is the way to do it. So I'm so glad you're here with me today. We on this show divided into three parts. I always want people to hang on and know what they're getting. So the first section is going to be where we really just look at the chapter that we're in. We're reviewing my book, Living Within the Sweet Spot, or I mean, The Living Leg. Legacy, Awaken the Living Legacy, and we're in the Living Within the Sweet Spot section of the book. So it's broken into six parts. We're in the second part. And so we, we're bringing in a guest, Renee Vidor. I really want you to hang on because she's a really cool, awesome woman. I want you to um, get to know her more and follow her because she's got some great stuff and she's kind of an up coming entrepreneur and I think that's awesome. All right, but then let's go ahead and step into this chapter and I want to talk about it a little bit more. So yes, we're in that chapter where they're finding this sweet spot with God and we know that in the first sections of the book we talked about partnering our life with God and how much that will really make a difference in our life. Then we moved into this place where Sometimes we're just so set back by things that have happened to us in the past, maybe programming that we've had, whatever it's caused us to have some problems with self-love, self-esteem and self-confidence. And I don't want you to feel bad about that. Honestly, this happens to so many people. I have people that call me for coaching and they're like, oh, I just need a job. I'm just looking for a job and I really want to make sure I, I know what I need. I get the right kind of job and I look for one that's related to who I am and it's going to be great. And so then once we start working, inevitably, you know, we have these little demons in us, you know, this little past things that have set us back and they hold us back and they're little footholds. And I like to get us to a great place. Remember how I said where you're empowered by the work you do, the relationships you have and the plan and the goals and stuff that you're going for. That's what I mean. When we can really get our self-worth and self-confidence in a great place, seeing ourselves through godly eyes instead of worldly eyes, it really helps you with your goals. Next section, the next few sections we're going to do is where we start goal setting. So keep with us. It's going to be fun. I cannot wait to get in that session, but we cannot skip what we're doing right now. So if we talk about the section, the way the book is laid out, we're always going to do it this way. We first consider what the problem is. Everybody, okay, if we're thinking of life, um, self-love, and if we're thinking of confidence, we have to First, consider what our problems are. Everybody's are different. And so we did that two weeks ago. Then we always have this pattern. After we look at what the problem is, then we look at what the word tells us. Last week, we did that. We had Rob on here. Go back and listen to uh, last week's episode. It was so good. But Rob is an awesome man who's working hard for the Lord and changing lives of people all around. So uh, just briefly, he has... Um, a disability that, you know, is affecting his life tremendously in a physical way. 
but that is not stopping him one bit from marking a path. And he is he is working with God and changing lives. So I want you to just be inspired to know that the the gifts are coming. That's the section we're in now. And there are gifts when we can move past the imperfections and don't live in that place. And we can really get to this place where we're using our gifts and talents. We get rewarded back. And it's not a, I'm doing this so I get rewarded. It's a cause and effect. God says he will bless the people that work for him and that their heart is focused on them. So that's what I want for you. And that's really kind of the main topic of this. What are the gifts? So I'm just going to make sure you understand. So in the first section where we partnered our life with God, we first looked at the problem, what got in the way of our relationship with God. Then we looked at the word. We looked at what the Bible said about our relationship with God and how much that can make a difference in our life and how badly he wants a relationship with all of us, no matter what we've done. Then we looked at what the gift would be if we followed what the word said. And then we looked at what our choice was. We have free will. Now we're in perfectly imperfect. We're looking at self-love. Same thing. What is the problems? What are your personal problems holding you back from loving yourself? What does the word say? Psalms 139 is what we really focused on last time. And now we're in the section where, okay, if we follow if we follow what the word says, what are our gifts from seeing ourselves through godly eyes and just in accepting and embracing this? So I've broken them down into three parts. So the first one is unconditional love. I mean, honestly, this is what so many people need and so many people want. And I'm seeing that I, for one, I got to just take a break here and I get, I have to just give a shout out to the people that are in other countries, uh, thank you for following this. And know if you're just listening by light, um, by at Voice America over audio live, you can go to my Facebook page, Nikki Klegel, and then it's Fulfill Your Legacy. That's my work page. But you can see live streaming, and I'd love to get a face-to-face or see your comments up there. But the point being is, I don't know what you're all dealing with. And I understand that everybody's um, countries are even different. And, and I just see that you're on here. I mean, Hong Kong is almost as many listeners as the United States. I mean, that's amazing. And I, I love, I just love everyone. <laughs> and I'm so glad people are here. But I want us to understand, all of us, that it doesn't matter what our situations are, where we live, what we've done. We have unconditional love no matter what. And that is the hugest gift. But I want you to listen to this verse here. So I'm going to read it. Ephesians 1, 4 through 6, for he chose us in his in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which is freely given to us from the one he loves. It says nothing in here about how awesome you are or if you follow the rules good enough. Now, we know that God, of course, wants us following the rules. There's all kinds of commands for us to do that. And it actually happens uh, instinctively. Once we really step into our faith and understand the magnitude of what Jesus did for us, it's like you can't help it. You, You know, you're still screwing up. You're human and you're wearing flesh, which will get us into trouble every time. But the point is that you you want to. I mean, you you have such an understanding of a love that is greater than anything you've known before, and it makes you want to respond in a loving way back. 
And so, so it's instinctive. Okay, so when we're looking at the gifts, that's the section we're in of being perfectly imperfect or having self-love. Part of that is this unconditional love that we get from God. And that's the first thing. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is the gift of perseverance, hope, and character. Well, we all, those sound great, right? But many of us who know the word know that this is a double-edged sword here, right? Because how we really get perseverance, hope, and character is through making it through our trials. And so many times we get confused because we're actually looking at our trials. And as we look at those, we're sort of feeling like that's what makes us imperfect because we have all these trials and things that aren't working out. But it's not. We got to go one step further. We have to step into the faith of what God promises to us and walk through the trial. He'll be there with us, giving us all kinds of support and power. And then as we do that, that is how we then build this character. As we are under attack and we hold ourselves up, and call on God to do it, that builds character. As we um, realize that we have imperfections, you know, like Rob was a great example last time. I've talked about my reading disorder. That's a great example. It builds um, character and perseverance because you have to push through something. Now, if you do it all on your own, you sort of get this almost like, I am awesome. And I beware us all of doing that. For one, that means you probably didn't call on God to help you through it. And let me tell you, when you call on God to help you get through these things, it's shocking how much more help, how much quicker you can get to this place of truly raising from your past setback. It's crazy and it's awesome and I want that for you. So overcoming is your second gift. So we first have unconditional love. Then we have overcoming um, obstacles and things and getting perseverance and strength and character. And then we're going to move to, oh, there's a Bible verse for that too. I've always loved this verse. So Romans 3 or 5, 3 through 5, um, not only so, But we also glory to our sufferings because we know that sufferings produce perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into your heart through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So even though I say this, you know, this this hope and people tell you all the time that your trials will make perseverance and It's written there and it helps us lean on that. And and I hope that I explained it in a way that just reminds you to stick with it because it's, it's the other side. It's calling on God during the trial. It's the other side of it is where the hope or where the character and all that comes. So then I want us to think about the third thing, which is this overcoming our trials, overcoming our imperfections gets us to the place where we are actually elevated. Isn't that awesome? Like to think that this very thing, I have this um, with my reading problems. Rob had this with his dependency, really, and needing help doing some of these physical things. And honestly, what you're dealing with right now, I challenge you to get on the other side of it, to call on God and to call on Jesus and to listen to the Holy Spirit moving in you because you can get on the other side of it. I'd love to help you if you want that. You can message me. You can be putting comments on here and I need to be looking at these. There are just a whole bunch of people in here. Hi, Sue. 
Oh, I see all of you in there. Okay, I got to get back. Focus, Nikki. <laughs> and so I just want you all to know that, you know, we can elevate from this and God will do this from uh, for us. So think back on that verse that I read earlier, Romans. You know, does it say that God gives us the trial? He really doesn't. It doesn't say that. It does not say because so many people when we're in this place and Rob said that he kind of had this off and on where it's like, God, why did you do this to me? And we have to remember that Bible verse does nowhere says God gave it to us. We're living in a sinful world. We're living in a place where, um, you know, we're not nice to each other all the time. And we're living in these bodies that make mistakes and they, they've, they, they, fall weak to temptation and all these things. Sometimes we're just simply in an environment that puts, sets us up for this. And, and so we, God does not give us the trials, but it does say that he will grace us with good out of the trial. That's what we're shooting for. We're, we're wanting to be graced with goodness through the trial. Okay, so... Because this is such a hot topic, and I know this, I've had a lot of people when I'm coaching them work through these things that just are hard on their life, you know, and and they bring this up. Why is God doing this to me? I want to just focus on three things that I think are truths that have to do with progressing out of our trials to get us to that place where we feel that hope and that character going and, and all this. So these three things are grace, faith, and hope again. So kind of a repeat, but I want you to think about it in this way. So again, God did not do the trial to us, but he's waiting to grace us through it. Okay, remembering that. The next thing is faith makes things possible. And we need to remember that. So as when I mentioned before, when we try to do it all on our own, it's so much harder. But if we can keep calling on God every time he provides, it increases our faith. And then we're able to do it next time in a bigger situation. So right now, if whatever setback, obstacle, whatever thing in your life you feel like is just unfair, <laughs> I want you to really, if it's huge and big and you can't take tackle that right now, although God can, but if you don't want to tackle that right now, take something little. And it's like a mustard seed. It will literally grow. Practice on things that you just want a little help with. Call on God. Lean on Him. Do what it says. Do a Bible search um, on the computer, on Bible verses on this matter. Um, Look at a couple of them. Meditate on them. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Listen to His nudges. All these things because your focus is on God, not on the world. And then as uh, as that elevates, as you get past that, Don't take the glory yourself. Give it to God then. Recognize that he's the one that helped you through it. And as you start to do that, it starts to build this deeper faith where you can then trust him with big things. And you start to hope expectantly. That's what this is all about is like our faith that's so good and strong and stable that we start to trust him to work big, big things out for us. And we hope expectantly. Okay, so I'm going to read this verse here, James 2.17. In the same way, faith by itself, if it does not prove itself with actions, is dead. Isn't that something we have to step out in our faith? We can't just sit back and think, okay, I want this, God, you know, I think you got this. I'm going to trust you. You have to step out. And so as I was saying before, you know, pray for him. Listen for the Holy Spirit. Get your Bible verses, but run while you pray. 
And I have a story about that, but we don't have time for it. I see we have less than a minute left. I am so excited that you're here with us. I want you to hang on because after break, we're going to have Renee Vador here with us. She's awesome and talented, and I'm so excited for you to meet her. You can go ahead and call toll-free at 1-888-346-9141. If you want to dial in, we'd love to answer your questions at the end. Otherwise, email me and we will get back to you. So come back after the break. This is Living Life Within the Sweet Spot. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. We all have unique experiences and outlooks when it comes to leadership and team building. Yet sometimes we clash, even when trying to achieve the exact same goals. Check out Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. Your host is Dr. Cass Henry. A shared journey equals success. And every human interaction has the power to achieve this success by working together. Tune in every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki with Fulfill Your Legacy, and you are watching Living Within the Sweet Spot, where faith-infused living reaches goals higher. We are getting ready to do our middle section, which is the interview with Renee Vedor, and I am so happy that you are here with us, Renee. I know that I invited you on for a particular reason. I'm going to share what that is, but then I want a good idea. I want you to tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what your passion is, but I chose you here because we are doing Perfectly Imperfect. That's the section we're in in my book, and I wanted to make sure my guests were people that look to what God says about them for truth on how perfect they are. So is that a segue into who you are and go ahead and share with us? 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nikki, for having me on. I'm so excited to be a part of this. And one thing that I'm passionate about is sharing God's love with people. And at the same time, being in a world that is not really happy about that message many times, God's just given me the ability to to really touch people in ways that kind of like Jesus did to be able to be in that world and not always be blaring his name, but be showing him through how I live. And that's what I'm doing with this book. And that's part of my passion. So I'm excited to be a part of this perfectly imperfect. Something I didn't tell you is that my chapter seven is actually called the perfect life. Who do you want to be? And that is where we are able to put together our identity. We have an identity already set up, but we don't know what that is. We're in an identity crisis many times. Mm -hmm. And finding out what that true identity is. And mine, obviously, is through Christ. So I'm Mm -hmm. so excited to share that. Yeah, that is a great thing. And I know I cannot wait to get my hands on that. I just signed up to be part of your book lunch team. And so I'm going to be able to get, you know, advanced reading on all that stuff. When does your book hopefully come out? It's going to be coming out in the fall. The date's just been moved back a little bit. So I'll have that go out in the updates here soon. No problem. And the fall is going to be here before you know it. I remember doing mine. It seemed like those last three months just flew by. So I'm so excited. I know it's going to be awesome just because I know you enough and I've heard you talk enough. I'd love for people to kind of get to your Facebook page because you do a lot of little videos and inspiring to people and we can all use that, a little positive input. So um, share with us Um, one main passion, or maybe I think it's the title of your book. I'm not sure, but a main passion that you have when you're walking like Jesus did among the people. The word that comes to mind and the word that has been so passionate within my heart is freedom. There's something about being able to be who we are and to be free to do that. So the title of my book is called Measuring Up How to Win in a World of Comparison. And that may not sound like freedom. Maybe that sounds like we're trying to measure up to something that, that the world wants to see. But in reality, we all have something we're supposed to measure up to. And we need to find out what that is. And once we do, then we can be free. Mm-hmm. So the freedom to be who we are is, is really a passion that's deep within me. Mm-hmm. So am I allowed, now you, you can say to me, no, Nikki, we have to wait until the book comes out. <laughs> but am I allowed to say and cue you or encourage you to say, when you speak of, we all have something we have to measure up to, what, what is that? Are you okay to say that or you want us to hold on? Oh, no, absolutely. That is fine. We all need to measure up to exactly who we are called to be. So often, and where the book kind of even came from is so often we're looking around and we're like, okay, well, I'm supposed to be this person here and that person there. And if I don't measure up to this standard, then I'm not going to be anybody. But we have to be able to measure up to that calling that we have within us and that identity within us. Otherwise, we're going to keep playing these roles and these scripts that have nothing to do with why we're even here. And that ambiguity leads us to frustration, confusion, identity crisis, Mm -hmm. and the whole mess that we have ourselves in. 
Yeah, I love that you said that. I'm so glad because I want people to step into that last, uh, the the fourth week that we had. You can go back and listen to it. We talked a lot about finding your sweet spot. And that is a place where you've really identified what your gifts and talents are. You look at how God handcrafted you, Psalm 139. We look at, you know, all kinds of things like, why do people go to you? What do they look to you for help from? It's usually that other people know how we were designed and we have a hard time in recognizing how we were designed. But I just love the whole idea of you sort of suggesting that we figure out not what the world's telling us we're supposed to be, but who God's telling us we're supposed to be. That's really cool. Okay, so now I always like to give everyone a little time to go ahead and share a tip If you had something that you really wanted the people here to just almost just sit in their soul a little bit for moving forward, what would that be? You know, I think what I would like to share right now is a little glimpse of a vision that I was given not too long ago. And I was driving down the road frustrated because I've been struggling with this book. It's something that it's a process I've gone through with comparison. And, you know, it's something we have to continue to go through. But as I'm writing it, I'm thinking, okay, who am I to write this book? So those self-limiting beliefs keep coming. And I'm driving down, just having this prayer time with God saying, am I not good enough? Am I not smart enough? Am I not, am I just not the person for this job? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to shut up and listen now. And I did. And what I heard him say was, you are tied up in the knots. Love that. whoa, I'm tied up in the knots. And I, I saw this, this image of myself kind of with knots and ropes all over me. And he, him saying, I want to loosen you, but you need to let me stop struggling. So that's what I've done. And that's why I delayed the book a little is because sometimes we have to stop struggling so that he can loosen up those knots so we can be free. We tie ourselves up so often and we need to let go of those knots. That is an awesome metaphor. I love that you have the visual there for us to think on it. And I love that God spoke to you. I'm looking here to see if we have enough time. So we're going to talk about both of those things. Um, But yeah, you know, we do this where I, I want everyone listening to realize that he or she soon is going to be a, a author of an awesome book, probably very well known for the book, and yet she's struggling like this. Much of my life, um, off and on, as I've grown into new places, I've had the same thing. We all go through self-doubt. We all go through these times of struggles and and. It's just hard. The world is really just hard. But when we call on God, like the first thing you did was you sought God. You kind of got your focus off the world and all these things. And you just said, okay, God, now what am I not doing? And that's what we need to do. Like the people listening, like if they can just shut this off when it's over and just say, okay, God, you know, what am I not doing? And almost envision that little knot there, you know, and just letting him loosen it up for us. Um, The next thing that I want to talk about is this idea that um, you sought God right away in prayer, kind of as you were driving. But if your focus is so on God, you're more inclined to do that. So let's talk for the listeners, like what are some things that we can do to kind of constantly keep our focus on God so we're more inclined to quickly go to God versus kind of get sucked into all these other beliefs. So do you have like ideas and tips that you use? I think we're all wired differently. 
So this may not resonate with everyone, but for myself, nature is pretty important. I find that when I decline what I know I need to do to be healthy and to keep my mental focus, then I don't take the opportunity to spend time with him the way that I'd like to. To me, it's a relationship. It's not something to where it's like, okay, I pray at this time. I do this at this time. It's my everyday life just just going with the flow because he's right there with me all the time. Why would I not talk to him? You know, he's right there. Mm-hmm. But when I go out in nature in the morning, especially if I take a run or if I, that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from. So that is where I really connect. Even though I'm connecting with him throughout the day, I try not to miss those opportunities to just smell those fresh flowers the spring right now and think about him and, and what he is doing every step of the way that I don't even realize. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. I love that you mentioned this relationship with God. So when I think of us with our own kids, so my kids are a bit older than yours. I'm in a new place, but honestly, when you have a grown child that stays in a relationship with you, then when they get in these places where they need you, your heart is so in it for them. And it's not that you wouldn't anyway help your child, but it's a lot harder when they've disregarded you, have nothing to do with you, and the only time they ever come is when they need something, right? You still will do it, but do we do that to God? So like, I just love the idea of you being on your nature runs or whatever and constantly, you know, appreciating God for the, the day and tapping into the Holy Spirit who I know moves in you during your runs and things because that's when you do many of your videos. So, you know, just this um, I do. relationship when you're not in need uh, during the good times and the bad times really helps us know that he's there when we're really struggling. What's your thoughts on some of that? That's exactly, that really is a great analogy of having an older child that has left the nest. And while mine are 11 and 13 now, I still see it. I want that close relationship. I don't want them to enter the teen years and just be like, okay, where's the money? I want some ice cream. I want to know their every being because I love them and care about them. And that's how God really sees us. And we need to be those not, not just obedient teens or what or out emptiness people. We need to be the people that are wanting to have relationship with him and pursuing that. Yeah. Okay. So this is leading me into probably one last question with our time, but let's talk a little bit about the person that feels like they have left their parents. So they have left God and they're just feeling like um, the black sheep and they just feel like, you know, why would God even want to help me? And I've done too many bad things or whatever that is. I'll just go ahead and let you kind of take the reins here for a minute. And I'll try to offer some input too. But, you know, where, where does your heart sit with that? And what do you want the listeners to think about? God does not create junk. That's really what it comes down to. He created each of us with a purpose. And just because we haven't discovered or embraced that purpose doesn't mean he doesn't care and doesn't love us. So what I always encourage people to do in that situation is to one, start that relationship, rekindle it. Most of the time, you know, God is right here and it's not us that walk, or it's not him that walks away. It's us that walks away and he's still here. So we can take those steps back to him and he's not going to push us away and say, well, for goodness sakes, you didn't do this or that. He loves and cares about us. 
So really, it's digging in deep to humility many times because he is our father. And if we haven't had a great relationship with our earthly father, it can be difficult to have that relationship with our heavenly father. Mm-hmm. But he's so much, he's so different than our heavenly father, mm-hmm. or than our earthly father, I'm sorry. And he is always there ready to just give us a big hug and say, hey, let's, let's not look at the past, not look at the rear view. You know, let's not go in reverse. Let's start here now and go forward. And yeah. I mentioned that in my book too about how how what a picture it is to be able to just hit the gas and go, excuse me and go forward instead of just if you stare in the rearview mirror you're going to wreck. We need to go forward with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that. I I also think it's so um, good for us to just take baby steps. If you're feeling like you've just been so off course, don't worry about it. But it's hard to believe that God's going to work in you or is working in you. The thing is, He always is. Even when you're away from God, He is working in you. Think of it this way. Um, you, the, the Bible verse, and somebody will know it here. Maybe they can type it in. But, you know, we hear the sound of the shepherds. We hear that voice and we recognize it and we know it. And so that's because we're in a relationship. That's because that's why when we love him and we're close to him, we're in a relationship, we hear his voice and we know it. But when we've been a gone and away so long, it's hard to recognize that voice. You haven't heard it for years. And, you know, some people some are thinking, okay, well, am I talking about God's actual voice? Well, for some people, but no, it's even just whisperings, it's nudges, it's all these things that when we're, when we've been away for so long, don't think those aren't happening. We write them off for goosebumps. We write them off for coincidences. And it's still God. And like I said earlier, if we can just step into the little things, give him the glory for the little things that he's doing and that we notice it starts to increase our faith and we start to get more bold in our faith and start to ask for more and expect for more. So, you know, just right now, if you're in a place where I don't know, I don't, I don't know about this, do it in little things, start listening. There's go to my website and go to the free resources. I think I've showed you this before, but go to the top of the website and then go to work with me. And down at the bottom, it says free resources. And there's the tool in there and it, it says doorways. And it's like eight different doorways and it makes you really mindful of how God is literally opening doors for you. He's closing other ones and it makes you stop and write in your answers and think how, you know, this act that you just said where, you know, you, you felt like God really spoke to you and said, slow down, Renee, I'm going to take care of this. You know, this is one of those doorways that he just sort of shut on you. And there's a reason there's going to be something you put in that book that would never have gotten in there. There's going to be something. I mean, we have to trust him and know that when he nudges us and we respond and we're obedient, that there's blessings of that. And we don't we don't acknowledge it always. You, you did. You knew it was him. You're giving him the glory. But that's what I mean. If we can just constantly be thinking and, and having awareness of how he's active in our life, it helps. What are you thinking about all that? Oh, absolutely. I Even what you just said about with the book. Now, this book isn't, I don't feel like it's me. I feel like it's him writing through me, even though his name isn't in it. It's like the book of Esther. It's all over him. Yeah. And I know that there are certain circumstances that I wouldn't have been able to put in there. 
in the in the correct area if I hadn't have listened and just stopped fretting. Yeah. Okay. So we're down to just the last minute or two. Um, I want you to take a second and share with people your website and your social media platforms, and then this free tool that I posted in the comments. Okay. Absolutely. So I am a coach. I'm an enrichment coach. And my website is www.simplyenrich.com. And the tool that I'm sharing is four videos that were put together that are for identity and figuring out how to stop comparing ourselves. So those are available at www.simplyenrich.com forward slash identity. And you can get those for free and they'll come once a week for four weeks. Uh, yeah. I am also on Instagram. I love Instagram. You know, there's that's simply enrich as well. You can look me up on Facebook at Renee Vidor. Very, very good. Awesome. Well, I want you guys all to hang on with us. We just have a few seconds here, but after break, we're going to come back. We have a couple emails that I handpicked because they fit the topic so well. But if we have call-ins, we'll take those first. I just want you to stay here, get a little bit of wise counsel from Renee. I know she'll be able to offer us some good stuff. And we will see you after the break at Living Within the Sweet Spot. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Do you desire to have the happiest, healthiest, most abundant life possible? Free from emotional hurt and pain, and full of physical, spiritual, and emotional health and healing? Listen for Surviving to Thriving. Denitra Gary, your clinical social worker, takes you on a journey of knowing who you are from God's perspective as she gains insights from counselors, speakers, and educators to give you knowledge into who God created you to be. Tune in Wednesdays at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. 
Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy you're with us. This is Nikki Clegville with Live in Life Within the Sweet Spot. And I am so happy that Renee decided to stay on and help us with some of these questions. Seems like all the guests are doing this and it's just an added bonus for us. But I chose two emails. So sorry. I think I had 30 to choose from. But these two I thought really um, made sense with the topic. So Dorothy has emailed and she says she's a retired widow. I don't know how long. Um, And my kids are not near me. Most of my friends' financial situation is different, I guess, different than hers. Uh, I traveled for years with my husband, but was not left in a good financial situation. She misses traveling. Um, Not really for the luxury, she says, but more it was a part of her life, experiencing and connecting with others. Um, She says, my life is empty. My talent was was really helping do all this planning and organizing for these trips. So if I lost, if losing my best friend and life partner wasn't enough, I've also feel like I've lost my purpose. My friends ask if I want to do things and go with them. It's not like I'm completely forgotten, but I cannot afford it. And it's making me feel like I'm not in my perfect place. So, um, so I get that, you know, I want to talk about a couple things, um, but let's go ahead, Renee, what's kind of coming to you? I mean, I don't want to talk for five minutes and then you'd be like, yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> so go ahead, Renee. I know you'll have great, great points. I know for myself, what comes to mind is God gave you those desires and that's something that you are able to do. Unfortunately, not with your best friend anymore. However, Dorothy, you still have a purpose and you can help other people experience what you've had a chance to experience. And I identify with the travel thing. I love to travel. And when I travel, I don't want to just go to the touristy areas. I want to go out into the real, where the people are and feel and and experience the culture. And I'm not sure if that's exactly what you do, but you have something that is a sweet spot for you. You can turn that into something to where you're helping others to do that. And even if you don't get to do it yourself for a little while, you can build up because Honestly, that's a business in your hand right there that you can help others and they will gladly pay you for it because you've got a gift. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it is exactly what I was going to say, but uh, we'll talk about this a little more. So she said, sweet spot. I love that she did that. So go to um, the fourth um, session that we had here and listen to it. And there's a free tool and it's living life within the sweet spot. It's the sweet spot tool. And it walks you through your gifts and talents as it matches them up with different work things. So two things that are going through my mind and I have had, I'd say a half a dozen clients kind of in the same situation, Dorothy, but um, two of them ended up uh, going on mission trips through their church. And so they didn't have to have the money. They were still able to, you know, see, experience, be with the people. And I think you write there, um, your your enjoyment was organizing and planning and then connecting and experiencing the environment. So connecting and experiencing is awesome. But even at your church, you may find that there's a team and they need people to help organize those trips. And you might literally be able to fill fulfill all of those places that God gifted you with and do it through the church and still go on the trip and you'll be loving and serving at the same time, which we know fulfills. And so that might be a good option for you, but um, I am going to 
use a little salty grace. But keep in mind that I don't know you and we only have this paragraph here from your email to go on. But a lot of your um, comments on here were related to sort of what's gone. You know, how things have been removed from your life and and this kind of place you're in. And I want to inspire you to do what Renee did in the car. Just say, okay, God, tell me what I can do. Open doors for me. I'm going to listen to you. I'm get surrounded by people that um, are going to raise you up and offer support. When, when I need support, I hate to ask for it. I hate to ask for it because I don't want to feel like I'm putting people out. But the truth is, we have sisters in Christ. I can be one of yours, Dorothy. <laughs> you can call me if you want. But the thing is, um, people want to help each other, especially when it's something with, with good. And so go to your church. And if you haven't been attending regularly, I don't know if you even have a church, but you know, you might want to look at finding one. This is a support group of some really awesome people. And you know, you can really get connected up and doorways can start to open to you and you can start stepping into things one one thing at a time slowly. And I really think you're going to have blessings. I, I got to reward you for one last thing. And that's putting your question on here, right? So you're not completely sitting there in this bad place. I wouldn't say that. You wouldn't have even asked. And I think that you have a lot of hope because you, that's throwing this question out. If you felt like there wasn't hope, you wouldn't have even asked. So I'm going to put you in my prayers. And I, I think really great things are coming for you. You wait, hope expectantly. Okay. All righty. So the next one. Thank you, Renee. You did an awesome job. The next one is anonymous. It's my first anonymous one, but I thought, okay, you're going to know when you hear the paragraph that it's you, and I'm happy you wrote um, in. So let's go ahead and do this one. So um, my kids are rotten. I love them, but they're out of control compared to my friends and sister's kids. I beat myself up for it. It has to be something that I'm doing or not doing. I'm exhausted. And probably just give them what they want uh, or give up because I don't want to fight. I hate this. I think they know I am disappointed in them and it's really me I'm disappointed in. That can't be good. It can't be good for them to feel that or myself. Other people look at me when I cave and I know that they're judging me. So, oh, my heart just went out to her, right? When you hear this, and I think a lot of people sort of battle this and, and we're sometimes the offenders of this, right? We see an out of control child in our mind and we're sort of looking at them and sort of our instincts should be to want to help or at least pray, you know, for them. But we're talking about her and being in this place. And so, yeah, share with us a little bit about what, I think I even saw a video that you did on this similar topic maybe a month ago or something, I don't know. So do you, Renee, what are you thinking when you hear this woman's story? I'm thinking, oh my gosh, doesn't that sound like all of us moms at some point in time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are constantly judging each other, feeling judged, feeling like we are, you know, the worst. And in reality, we need to just look within ourselves. And Anonymous, that's hard for me to call you that. So I'm going to call you Anna. So Anna, I just want to tell you that you are loved. And that as much as a failure you feel like you are, you're not. You have so much potential. One thing that comes to mind is that we have the perfect parenting manual through the Bible. 
And that is not always easy. It's not always the way that the world wants to tell us. But when we look and we dissect and see exactly how God is raising us, we see love. We see discipline. We see so many elements that is kind of left out in this world. And unfortunately, we're afraid to implement them. But I really feel like if you go back and you find a good mentor, another mom who is who has, that's what I've done, is I've gone to moms who have children older than mine that I'm like, hey, their kids turned out pretty good and they're good people. You know, then I'm able to go and just say, hey, I'm struggling here. What do I do? And slowly, step by step, you don't just overhaul your parenting. But if you feel deep within convicted that there are some things you need to change, then walk through that with other moms with, that have care and compassion and that will love on you and that care about your children too. I think that's excellent advice. Thank you, Renee. I just love everything about what you said. Um, we're going to see that most everything that I put, I wrote some notes down because I wanted to reflect on last week's coaching tool, which was that perfect effect. So that E-F-F-E-C-T. So let's look at this for you, Anna. I, I actually hope that's your name. <laughs> so anyway, let's go ahead and look at it. So the E, the first one is really evaluating what it is that's off. Sometimes we beat ourselves up because we leave it at the, the last thing, which is I'm not a good parent. But there's so many other things. If we really evaluate, remember how I said that it's often a major um event that has happened in your life that's got you in this place, or it's life circumstances, or it's worldly standards, those three things. So think about this. You know, uh, you're speaking like you're single. I don't know if that's true, but I feel like you might be. And you know, that in itself is a harder thing. It's I can't imagine trying to raise a family on your own. When you say you're tired, I get that. But we, we need to give credit to that. If we don't go deep and understand where some of our setbacks are, we're then just leaving it at the last thing, which is I'm not measuring up. Okay, so so really look at what it is. You um, also the worldly standards. You know that that'll just always make us feel imperfect. And so don't don't compare yourself to your sister's kids and your kids' sister's kids. Um, sort of look hopefully like what is she doing and how is it working for her and and maybe open up to her. And I don't know your relationships. I know sisters are are awesome. It could be hard too, but sometimes like Renee said, just being vulnerable. And I think in the last segment, she talked a little bit about humility. And, you know, if you can do that, do it with God, do it with God for sure. But if you're sister and you trust her, I think it'll really help too. Okay, so then that was the E to evaluate. The F is find truth. And so that is, again, exactly what Renee said, you know, get to the word because there's truth on everything in there. And you can go to like focus on the family and you can get a lot of great parenting tips. You can literally start on your car drive to school, put in um, podcasts for children and different things for children at different ages. And it can kind of be teaching for you some of these life lessons. So you're not feeling like, oh, mom, whatever. And this helps. Um, Finding the truth is good. And, And that often means partnering with people that can help you see the truth too. Wise counsel. So not the person judging you, the wise counsel, other godly people. Okay, so we've done E and F. Um, the other one is um, faith. We've talked about that a lot, but stepping out in little ways, just like Renee said, don't expect yourself to do an overhaul and get it all worked out right away, just little pieces. And then E, effective plan. Okay, so yeah, you need a game plan. 
You really do. We all do. And we sometimes don't think, we think of like, I need to get a new job as a time to make goals. Okay, I got to do my my application. I have to make a resume, you know, that sort of thing. Or at the new year, we think, oh, let's make some new goals. But literally in all things that we want to change in our life, goal setting is huge. And so getting an effective plan, there's um, a coaching tool that I I'm going to email you privately, okay? And it's called Cognitive Awareness, but basically it's my old self and my new self. So once you get these goals and you kind of address some of the things that maybe were holding you back from the past, now you have your new plans in place, kind of your new thinking, your new commitments that you're going to make that are right in line with God, and you call that your old self. Um, this Bible verse, Ephesians 4, 22 and 24, listen to this once. If, if you want to have some life change, I think this verse is beautiful. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed by the spirit of your mind. So positive, positive thoughts going through your mind, your new plans. And put on your new self, created after the likeness of God with true righteousness and holiness. And so I love that whenever anyone's working on a goal and they recognize the things they haven't been doing right and they want to really step into these new steps, think of that verse like where you you just say, you know what, put off your old self. I'm stepping into my new self and my new self is partnered with God. And my new self has all this instruction in for me and I know it's going to work. And you have faith and you hope expectantly. And then C, um, we, we have just a couple minutes left, but this C in effect is for to combat. And we've talked a lot about this. And this is what Renee said as well is Philippians 4, 8. You know, so you need to think about good things, but you need to get around people that are putting good things and thoughts into your brain. And so if you find that you're comparing yourself and those negative thoughts go through your mind in certain situations, don't go there right now. Wait until you're stronger. Get yourself around people that are going to be making you feel raised up. And the church is often that place. And finding a partner and asking and being humble and, and just asking for help. And the last one is testing. The T is for testing. And this is what I mean by run while you pray. So a lot of us, um, you know, battle this. They don't know where to start. You know, we don't even know where to start. But if we don't ever start, it's not going to change. And so even if you don't know what's right for sure, um, have your heart in the right place. Have your desire in the right place and have yourself partnered with God as you step out. Um, God can work out the details. He can redirect you if you're off. He will do that. He says he will. I want you to think of Romans 12, 2, and that's be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay, so you go get the help. You get clear in your mind what, what, what you should do. And then um, you test not God, but you test your understanding of what he's willed for you. That's the end of that verse. And a lot of people kind of skip that in part, but that's what we need to do. We step out in faith. We're just, we're not testing God. We're testing our understanding of what we feel like God's calling us to do. And then we don't worry about it because he's going to take care of the rest. He's gotten me out of so many mistakes and traps and things. All right. So we're down to 30 seconds. Renee, do you have anything quick you want to add before we head out? I just want to say what a great thing you're doing. And to all the people listening, keep on just listening to this because it's going to keep inspiring you and helping you to get to your sweet spot in your relationship. 
So thank you so much for having me, Nikki. Well, thank you so much. And I'm going to end with a little gratitude for being on the show and everyone look for her book that's coming out soon. We are so happy that you were here with us today on Living Life Within the Sweet Spot. Thank you for tuning into Living Within the Sweet Spot. Please join your host, Nikki Klegel, next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next program, invite abundance into your life and live a happier, fuller, and more successful life than ever before.